Hello loves and welcome to Young Confused and Well Read. Today I have a little bit of a different episode for you because I'm gonna talk about books that I love and books that I think you're gonna enjoy reading as well. So I hope you're gonna enjoy that. I know not that super exciting for some but I just love talking about books. Um, apart from that I think we're just jumping right into our weekly reflections as usual but these are technically as exciting as this episode is going to be. Um, but yeah, so first up my three things that I'm grateful for. First of all, sunny days. It is finally getting warmer and it was super sunny yesterday and the day before but I was working on that day so I couldn't really enjoy it as much. Uh, the second thing, I haven't written anything down, so I'm trying to figure it out as I go. Today's Mother's Day, so I'm just going to say my mom. Really smart, so that's really cool. And the third thing, um, let's get really pathetic. Let's say democracy and being able to live in a safe country. Today I'm, I'm going to vote on something, I guess. Um, <laughs> I swear I know what democracy is. Um, but yeah, yeah, just, let's just put that, be a little bit more, um, pathetic than usual. Um, but what have I been up to? I've been sick for a few days last week, which was horrible. I just think that I've gotten into, like, the worst sick person ever. Not in the way that I'm like, oh my god, I'm dying. But in the way of being like, I hate being sick, I don't want to be sick anymore. I want to finally be able to do stuff again. Because I was this kind of sick, I just had a cold, in case you're wondering. Um, I was just kind of like this sick that I was not just, I just, I could technically do things. Like I wasn't just lying around feeling really horrible, which I mean, it's kind of good that I wasn't feeling that bad. But then when you feel that way, you can't really do anything. You just lie around, you just exist on your own. But when you're in that space where you're like, okay, technically I could do stuff, but then you start doing some stuff and then you feel worse. That is very frustrating to me. So for like two, three days, I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to get healthy again. Um, I got better eventually. I, you might still hear it a little bit, but I'm on the way of getting better. I was back at work on Friday. I was actually supposed to work on Monday, but as I said, I was sick. So not very anything not really anything going on this week. Wow. Talking is hard. And then yesterday I went to the city with my dad. I was initially going to pick up a present for my friend, but I couldn't set my mind on what I wanted to get her. Her birthday is next week. Is her birthday when this episode airs? I think her birthday is on a Tuesday. So I'm gonna check. Um, yeah, it is. Oh my God, that's really cool. So happy birthday to her. Um, in case she's listening, but yeah, I'm gonna see her on next Saturday, and yeah, I obviously need to give her a birthday present, which is really cool. I'm also working on that Saturday, which is not as cool, but I'm gonna handle. Um, yeah, but I, again, I couldn't get her a present, so I had to order something. That was kind of what I actually wanted to say. Uh, I'm in a talking mood today, just speak all over the place. Anyway, um... That was actually it. And I was reading in the sun yesterday as well, which was really cool, just to get you a little bit inspired for this episode. 
what am I looking forward to next week? Um, I guess work. I actually do enjoy it. I work at like an ice cream place. It's actually quite kind of nice. I'm just always unmotivated to go because it gets kind of stressful um, eventually and I'm like, okay, no. But yeah, so far so good. Then, um, I, yeah, the birthday I'm invited to, which I think is going to be fun. We're just going out for dinner and then I've ordered some books again, so I'm excited for that to come in as well next week. That's it. My affirmation for you today is look in the good in life. Look in the good everywhere. I bet you can find it. And before I talk even more confusing stuff, let's jump right into the episode and one of my favorite things to talk about, which is books. Okay, so my idea for this episode was that... I'm going to share some book favorites with you because I did that episode with all the books that I read in 2022 and I mentioned some books that were like my absolute favorites. So I thought I'm just going to share my all-time favorites with you. Um, Maybe you are going to enjoy it. Maybe you love reading. You just want to get a little bit inspired or maybe you're just getting into reading and you want to get inspired. Did I just repeat myself? this is bad like I was just saying something and immediately forgot what I was saying but even if you don't read maybe this can be fun or you can just skip the episode if you're not interested obviously um yeah I organized the books that I'm going to recommend into categories we have young adults and like books that I loved when I was younger I just pushed them in together um I still love all these books so then I have classics, because why not? And then I have literary, which is basically just everything else. When you use um, Goodreads or like these other... I used to... Oh my god, now I'm confused what it's called. Um, I'm going to look it up on my phone again. When you use Storygraph, that's the one, um, you get like a graph that tells you like what kind of book categories you're reading the most. And my one is literary and have the feeling it's just the category where they have books that they don't know where to put them and then they just throw them in there. So I did the same thing. Um, So in case you wonder what I'm reading, apparently something that people cannot categorize. So that's that literary. I really don't know what this is supposed to stand for, being honest. And then I have nonfiction books at the end. I basically read all over the place. I'm not a big romance fan, but I do sometimes read romance as well. And technically you can just throw a book at me and I would probably read it. So that's kind of how I describe my taste. Um, but yeah, um, I think YA books are just like, also children books are great. I feel like they're really underestimated because some children books are fire. Yeah, I hope you can enjoy it. And I'm just gonna go in, I'm gonna name the book, say a little bit about it. And then we move on. Really simple. So let's start with YA, or books that I loved when I was younger. The first book that will always pop into my mind is actually a series or a trilogy, which is The Hunger Games by Susan Collins. I would name this book like the number one book that got me into reading. I got this for my 11th birthday. I still remember that. And then I got the other, like I got the second book for Christmas. My birthday is really close to Christmas in case you're wondering. And then I immediately ordered the third one because I was so obsessed with this series. I think you all know what The Hunger Games is about, so I'm not going too deep in. There's a movie coming to like the 
Oh, other book that she wrote. I haven't read that. I wanted to. I looked at it in the bookstore yesterday, but it was 26 euros and I was like, no, I can't do this. So I'm hoping eventually there is like a paper bag version somewhere that I can get. I haven't found it yet. I don't know. Um, probably I'm just bad at looking, but yeah, these books are great. I love them. I reread them like three, four times. I love the movie as well. The One of the best film adaptions ever, I guess. And I love Josh Hutcherson especially. So that's that. I'm sorry for my voice if it might sound a bit strange. Again, I was sick and I think you can really hear it. Then another one that I'm, I love to this day. I think I, at the moment, I still love this more than The Hunger Games. It's um, a German book series, so for anybody who's not German, you can still read it because they're, it's translated in English, so nice. <laughs> but it's Zippa by Kerstin Gia. I think in English it's called um, Dream a Little Dream. I think that's the first book. It's so good. I'm not kidding. It's amazing. It's also a trilogy. I love any young adult books by this author. She's my favorite author. She's dropping a new book in June and I can't wait for it. Um, but it's um, about Liv and she and her sister moved to London with her mother where, surprise, surprise, her mother got a new boyfriend and they're moving in with him and his two children who are roughly at the age of Liv. And one of them is a boy, his name's Grayson, and he's my favorite character. And um, he has like a friend group, they're like four guys. And Liv has this really weird dream where she meets all of these guys. She hasn't, I think she has seen them by then in real life, but she meets all these guys in like her dreams at like a cemetery. And um, they're doing like a weird ritual and she's really confused when she wakes up. But the really weird part about this dream is that the other guys who were in the dream could remember the dream that she had and she's really confused she's like what is going on why do they know what I dreamed and then they ask her for help because they might or might not have summoned a demon um yeah it's three books it's one of the most amazing young adult series ever I love it to this day there are audiobooks on Spotify at least I can listen to them, they're in German, so you might not, but I listen to them at least once a year, I listen through them all again, because they're so good, and I just really, really love this series, so yeah, I recommend this to everybody, I'm like, you can read this, it's translated, it's so good, um, yeah, super, super cute, and another book that is more into like a children literature side, which I read actually as an adult, because one of my writing coaches not writing coaches. I wasn't doing writing coaching. Writing coach, confused. Um, but I did like a, um, like a module kind of like on children books, writing, and she recommended that book <laughs> or book series. And it's Nevermore by Jessica Townsend. It's relatively new. Some of the books are still written, but it's kind of like a Harry Potter vibe, but cooler. Um, little disclaimer: I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. I'm sorry, but that book's really good. It's about Morgan and Morgan or Morgan? Now I'm really confused, but <laughs> let's just say Mor Morgan. And she is supposed to die on her 11th or 12th birthday. I can't really remember. Sorry. I read this like last year and I already forgot. Um, because she is bringing 
bad luck to everybody apparently but then she luckily gets saved by like the weirdest hotel owner ever and he says oh actually Morgan everybody told you you're cursed but actually it's a gift and you're magic and if you're really good you can get into this really special really magic school for talented kids um and if you're gonna get into the school you can keep living with me and if not yeah you you're supposed to die <laughs> kind of dramatic but it's super cute and it's a book series so far there's three books more to come and it's amazing really magical i really really love the desnado especially the first book um a little bit more young adults i'll give you the sun by jandy nelson this book is so beautiful. It's about two twins, Noah and Jude. I think I talked about it in the last um, like episode on books as well. I don't know if I'm repeating myself, whatever, but you might have not listened to this episode and don't want to sit through an hour of me naming all the books I've read in 2022. Um, again, two twins and the story is told from both perspective. Noah is telling the story from when they're like 12, 13, 14. And then Jude tells the story from when they're like 16. And it's really cool because it switches. So you first have like Noah telling when they're 12 and then you have another chapter where Jude is telling the story and you see there's like a change and the twins are actually really, really close and yeah, have a really great relationship. And then when they're 16, it kind of falls apart and you go on and figure it out. It's a super, super wholesome, cute, amazing, sad heartbreaking story and I loved it and I hope you got it too if you haven't read it um yeah then one that I've just read this month or no last month is Eleanor and Park by Rainbow Rowell I had this on my reading list for so long but I'm really glad I read it now because I think when I was younger I would have not appreciated it as much but it's a young adult story and when I say I hate romance or don't like romance as much, this book is not meant by any means. It's so cute. It's about Eleanor and Park and um, they meet on the bus and it's kind of like this love story and um, it takes place in the 80s. So many good books take place in the 80s. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, and their relationship and how they fall in love and it's so there's so much more to say about this book but I don't want to spoil anything so I'm just gonna like put it there um it's really wholesome really cute um also kind of like the vibe of I'll give you the sun now people who read both books probably gonna be like what do you mean but both of these books feel like I feel like a warm hug but they also kind of like hurt your heart really badly um and I kind of love this in books so um yeah absolutely recommend then a very famous book series is A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson. The third book wrecked me but let's start with the first which is in my decent opinion the best one. It's about Pippa Fitzmoby and I hope that was her name. <laughs> she just like a school project and she thinks it's a good idea to take a murder case from five years that was initially solved but she thinks they solved it wrong and to go back and solve that murder case of like a girl that was murdered in her neighborhood and kind of like really figure out who the real murderer is because she doesn't believe um that who was told told he did it actually did it so she kind of gets together with the brother of the man that actually was supposed to, or 
was said to have killed that girl and they're trying to figure out what actually happened and it's like a murder mystery and it's really cool it's three books but we're the last one and um yeah holly jackson's amazing i also read five survive which is another like it doesn't have anything to do with a good ghost guy to murder and it's also super super good it um it's like oh, i don't remember how many there are like six friends like six yeah they're not all super close but they go like on spring break in a camper and then things start getting weird and it's also really really cool so Holly Jackson is a really great author, so probably I can just go and be like, oh yeah, I recommend anything by her. Another thing that I love is Six of Crows by the Bordugo and the Crooked Kingdom. If you haven't read the Grisha verse by the Bordugo, you might be really confused, but maybe you watched the show and then it's not as confusing, but it uh, takes place in this universe so you should probably start by reading shadow and bones which is another series but it takes all place in the same universe and some of the characters you meet again anyway or they are mentioned um so six of crows is about like six yeah thieves basically that go on this yeah really dangerous mission to steal something actually to free someone from like this ice cord thing it takes place in this universe so i can't really explain it too much without like really getting into this universe but it's great i loved it so obviously i had to mention it and then i might i might lie but this might be my favorite book from like this list like at least from like ya list and that's hard to say because i love all of these books so much but it's Aristoteles and then to discover the secrets of the universe by Benjamin Allier Saints and oh my god I personally also loved the sequel or the yeah the second novel to that it's so beautiful it's wholesome a little um explanation here I feel like if you don't love the writing style of this book you're gonna hate it um <laughs> I can't describe the writing style now, but um, I read a lot of people not liking it, but I loved it because I think it really, really fits the story and um, because it's narrated by this boy named Ari, I feel like it really fits his personality, how he narrates the story, so I think it was Chef's Kiss. Um, this book is, again, like I said, with I Give You the Sudden Eleanor Park, it's heart-wrenching, it's beautiful, it's wholesome, you love, you cry, you feel racked, you feel held, it's amazing and I've also read this like five times I think and I first read this in 2020 and I remember ordering it and being like okay I'm probably not going to enjoy it as much but let's give it a shot and I loved it two bits I I was so obsessed like with both of these books that I read because there's a sequel I've read the book and then I reread it immediately after that because I was like I need to experience this again absolutely in love but let's actually talk about what it's about. It's about Ari, Aristotle, and um, he meets Dante. And they're both like 15, they're boys. It takes place in uh, El Paso in the 1980s, uh, like mid-80s, late 80s. Like I said, best books on the table is in the 80s. Um, and Ari is like really, um, yeah, I don't know. He's not as happy, like he you figure out why later on but he's like i don't really enjoy this as much and dante's like the complete opposite he's super happy and they become best friends and they spend the summer together and it's basically about their friendship and falling in love and their families and i loved it 
Um, might not sound as exciting, but definitely is. So give it a shot. I loved it so much. And with that, let's move into classics. Um, I've never read a classic and been like, oh my god, this is the best book I've ever read. Um, but these are classics that I did really like um, and I enjoyed and you might enjoy as well. Um, so let's start. First up is Emma by Jane Austen. I've read most of her novels. I'm currently reading Mansfield Park and Emma so far was my favorite of that. I also really liked um, Pride and Prejudice, but Emma I think was the funnest. Um, they usually have like the same storyline, you know, there's a woman and you know, she's trying to find her place in the world and then eventually they get married. So you think, oh, that's so, uh, then that's not for you. But her books are usually really easy to read. And Emma was my favorite because I feel like Emma is a really cool character. And she's trying to be like, set everybody else up. And she does more bad than good, but she means well. <laughs> and um, yeah, she's like, oh, I'm not getting married. I don't want to get married. And then eventually she does. To be fair, the love story in there is quite questionable because she marries a man who's, I think, I don't have to lie, like 17, 16, 18 years older than her and who knew her since she was a child. So I was like, no, this is not good. But apart from that, the book is quite nice. But I, I was like, okay, that's kind of weird anyway. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with age gaps, but in that sense, you know, he knew her since she was a child. He actually says he's been in love with her since she was 18, or is he 13 years older than her? I'm really confused. I don't know how much the age gap is, so I might be lying here. But because he said he's been in love with her since she was 13. I'm like, that's a literal child when you were a grown man? No, 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 no. Okay, now, it might be, I think he was, like, 37, and she was 21. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that's the age gap. I'm not doing math now, I'm, I can't do that. Um, yeah, so that's that. Then I have The Never-Ending Story by Michael Ende. I've just read this, and I think it's great. It's called a classic, it's also, like, a children's book, so, yeah, I think that's our, that's a good way to start when reading classics. And I love the concept because it's about this boy and he kind of steals this book and then starts reading it and it's the book, The Neverending Story. And um, then you first, with him, read kind of like this story, The Neverending Story, get into this universe and then eventually he gets sucked into this universe and takes part in the story. So really, really cool and interesting. Um, yeah, I really like that concept. So really cool. Also, Michael Ende is like one of the most famous German children books authors, I think. So that book's really cool. And it's translated, obviously, because I think it's really famous. There's like this really famous movie. So yeah. Then also one of my first classics, How to Kill a Mockingjay or Mockingbird. <laughs> I don't even know the title. I read it in German and then I was like, yeah, yeah, I think that was the title of the book. It's super famous, so I probably messed it up and everybody's embarrassed, but um, yeah, by Harper Lee. Um, it might, like, people are criticizing it because it's kind of a story of about racism, but from, like, a white perspective. I mean, Harper Lee is a white, or was a white uh, person. Um, yeah, but um, I did actually like it. So if I haven't done super much research on the book and the controversy, so if there is, I'm sorry if I'm recommending this and it might offend people. I just did like the 
book and the writing and um I mean I'm a white person so I can't really say but I feel like it wasn't like it was really clear from a white perspective obviously but it's about basically it's about you know this one case coming up um where a black man is kind of like sentenced to death but he actually didn't do the thing that he was you know the people said he did and yeah it's told from like um, a children a child's perspective as well so I thought that was interesting um yeah um but and maybe you can just read it yourself and see um yeah if you have an opinion about that just let me know another book I really liked is The Color Purple by Alice Walker did I rate this because I knew that there was a musical yes but that book is really really good it's about two sisters uh, Celie and Etty and Celie is like has been like pregnant two times by the start of the book I think she birthed her second child then I, I don't know I, I read this a while ago and um she tells the story by letters to God and later to by letters to her sister Nat, um Natty huh? is that her name oh my god I'm so bad with names apparently and that is um really nice a really cool concept because um silly is like she's not a literature obviously right but she writes like she speaks things so you read it like that and that might be a bit confusing at first but you really get used to it and um, then she gets like basically married her children get taken away she gets married off to this guy and it's really horrible heart-wrenching is obviously about racism about um the sisters basically being torn apart not seeing each other for years etc but it's a beautiful story and i really really liked it then um, The Beldra by Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath is kind of racist. Not even kind of racist, it is racist. So, warning. But The Beldra, I think, is still an interesting book to read. And I did really like it. Um, it's kind of autobiographical by Sylvia Plath. It's about this girl, you know, really being unhappy and not really finding a place in the world and then eventually attempts to commit suicide. And I think it's a really interesting read, so you can give it a shot. And that lastly, I want to just finish this Little Woman, um, which is also amazing. If you watch the movie, oh my god, it's so, such an amazing adaption. I've watched the movie first and then read the book, and I was like, oh my god, whoa, that's so, so good. It's really wholesome. It's about these four March sisters and their life and growing up and it's super wholesome it's like cottage core vibe like if you ask me what cottage core vibe is I tell you it's this book and I loved it so much so these are the classics that I have and now let's move on to the category that you know is basically not defined which is literary and all the books that I have in here we have A Thousand Splendid Sons by Khaled Yosini which is one of the most heart-wrenching books I've ever read it's about two women and one of them is a bit older than the other but they get married to the same man and it's about their life story and it's heartbreaking and I cried so much and it was beautiful and it was sad and that's it if you don't if you don't like sad books don't read this because I, I think oh my god like I'm ugh. this book's amazing I cannot read it a second time even though it was also beautifully written and every time oh god that was I'm so, I'm gonna cry. It was really sad, so that's a warning. Um, one book that wasn't as sad, let's see that, is If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio, which is one of my favorite books of all time, again, um, because it has all the things put together that I loved, which is murder mystery, 
amazing characters. It's about theater kids. It's uh, everything. Everything I want in a book is this book. People say it's kind of like the secret history and I can see the resemblance. But if you ask me secret history or that, if we were villains, I say if we were villains. Personal opinion might not be right, but yes. It's about um, Oliver and he was in prison for 10 years and the detective who initially, you know, put kind of put him in prison is like, okay, you know, I don't actually believe you did that murder of one of your classmates and I want you to tell me the truth and tell me the whole story now because he is about to be released. And then Oliver tells the story about how um, he and his six classmates... Uh, his five classmates it was like a friendship group of six they went to like theater school together and they're really close but then one of them gets murdered and he kind of tells the story and you don't know who gets murdered at first and you don't know what happened and it's whoa and it's like also about like with the whole like theater kind of stuff i used to do theater in school so that was uh, really cool to read as well if you're not into theater i still think you're gonna enjoy it it features a lot of Shakespeare, which I was like, um, okay, I'm not a big Shakespeare fan. It's also due to a Shakespeare project we had to do in school, but this book, 10 out of 10, loved it. So, so good. Beautifully written, amazing characters, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 out of 10. <laughs> then I also featured a Sally Rooney book. I do like all of her books, but I put Beautiful Where Are You, which is my favorite of them. Um, I don't really know. I think it's really hard to tell what a, a Sally Rooney book is about because they have a plot, but it's not like the plot where you're like this and this and then this happens and this is how it's concluding. It's just, it feels more like real life happening. So if you'd like to read one of that, I would recommend Beautiful Where, where Are You, which I actually um, gave to my friend Emily to read. So I hope she's going to give it back, but I trust she's going to do. But this is really good, but you can technically read all of it. Um, yeah. Then another amazing book is Unearth We Are Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Vuong. That was one book that wasn't stolen when my suitcase got stolen on the Europe trip. And that's really great because it's amazing. It's this letter that uh, son writes his mother, but she's never going to read it because she's illiterate. And it's about um, cultural identity, um, about his identity, you know. Um, it's, it's beautiful. It also isn't like this straight-end plot again, um, but it's amazing, yeah. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil anything. Because sometimes I feel like it's nice to get into a book and not know too much what is happening. Uh, so yeah. Then I have Heaven by Miko Kawakami. I actually have a signed version of this. I think this is kind of flex. Maybe it's not. Um, but um, it's about this boy and he has like a lazy eye and he gets bullied at school and he befriends girl from his class who also gets bullied and it's about their friendship and it's I never read a book that hurt that much you know you read the book and you you physically feel their pain I don't know how um she did that but it's it can be really triggering that's a warning um but I wanted to put it on there because I've never experienced this and I was like this is amazing I just love being hurt okay I'm sorry a book that doesn't hurt that much, but is really weird. And if you don't want to read a book and think, what the heck is going on here, then don't read it. But it's Bunny by Mona Wood. And it's about this girl, you know, she goes to like college to like this really special writing course, I think. And there's four other girls who call themselves Bunny. And they're like these really it girlies. And then she somehow gets involved with them. And she figures out they're doing really weird rituals that include like bunnies being turned into like the perfect man. It's really absurd, but 
I loved it. I'm currently reading All's Well, also by Mona Watt, and all of her books, because I also read her first book as well, they have like this vibe to it where you're like, that is so strange. <laughs> and I love that in books, but if you don't, that's not for you. But I thought Bunny was really cool. And then the last one that I put here, which I think I would personally consider a classics because it's that good is Purple Hibiscus by Shimamna Nochiedichi and after all this time I think I'm still pronouncing her name wrong but she's really famous she did like some TED talks and maybe you know her from like um we should all be feminists or the danger of a single story they're like TED talks she gave like speeches she's really smart um I think Nigerian woman I hope I'm not messing that up um and she in the speech that actually make me read that book she talks about the danger of a single story which is basically that you read you know mostly european literature and then you never you know you only experience the world through that lens and that is really dangerous because as a child she also just read these books and then when she started writing all of her characters were white and blonde even though that was not part of her reality living in nigeria and now she writes amazing books and i want to read way more of her um, but Purple Hibiscus was the first one that I read, and it was so amazing. Also, very heartbreaking and sad, but it's about this girl, and she's the daughter of, like, this, oh, is he a priest or something? He's part of the church, I think, yeah, I think he's, like, kind of a priest. I, I'm, I'm not sure, again, I'm sorry, but, um, she lives there with this, with her brother, and it's, like, I think there's, like, a rebellion starting as well. I think it's also in the 80s in Nigeria. You see, books in the 80s. I might be wrong. I'm sorry. I read this a while ago, but it's about this family relationship. It's about religion. It's about, you know, that time um, in that country. And it's honestly, it's so good. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Let's finish this episode which, with some nonfiction recommendations. And we start with a memoir by Tara Westover, which is Educated. Um, I think a lot of people have heard of this, but I'm just going to speak about it again. It's um, about Tara Westover's childhood growing up in, in this place, I think it's Idaho, and her father doesn't believe like in the education system. He thinks he's like all propaganda and stuff, so they kind of grow up without like this... Um, they don't grow up without education. They have education. It's just not like the education system. And then when she grows older... You know, she tells all these stories of her childhood and such. She eventually goes to college. And I think she ends up in Oxford or Cambridge. I'm not sure again, but I, somewhere there. And how, you know, her white education kind of distanced her from her family. And how her finally being able to receive that education is also making her lose something. And it's really inspiring and really cool. And I really, really love that book. Both of my parents read it. They loved it as well, so... That's, I think, one of my favorite memoirs that I read. Another memoir or biography is Just Kids by Patti Smith. Um, one of my friends recommended it to me, and it's really, really good. And it's about um, Patti Smith's life in, like, the 60s, 70s, and her relationship to Robert, who's actually um, gay. He was a photographer. Um and it's really cool and it's like basically about their life in New York in that time and it's super 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 interesting to read and I loved it and it's also really well written so I really really enjoyed it and then 
last but not least, I think this is the book if you ask me to recommend you one book. And even though it's not my favorite fiction book, this is definitely my favorite nonfiction book. It's Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer. And it's um, a collection of essays, but these essays feel like short stories because Robin Wall Kimmerer is an amazing writer. She is a biology professor, I believe, and she's also indigenous. And she kind of combines her indigenous belief with a very scientific approach to nature. And it basically, you know, is really important, especially with climate change. And um, yeah. she talks about so many different things in the book. She talks about her childhood experiences and her experience as a professor and her connection to nature and all of these things. And I read this and it felt so beautiful just reading this but it's also so important so yeah if you read one book from that list read that book it's 10 out of 10 I loved it so so much that's all the books that I got for you I hope you like this I hope you maybe recognize the book and thought yeah I like that book as well and if not maybe you just got inspired or just enjoyed listening so thank you for hanging around with me. It's a pleasure. And I hope I see you in the next episode. I keep saying this, but it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, I wish you a happy rest of your day and a happy week and a happy month. And next week's episode is going to be a bit more of the usual that I do, just talking and talking and talking, but not about books, something else. And with that... Don't forget to stay young, confused, and more red. Bye-bye.